0: hello 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 and welcome to one-on-one podcast with Rita. so it's like super early in the morning and me recording these podcasts are going to be like within a variety of days and times and just all of that so yeah um it is march the 28th of 2019 and I'm just going for it, you know? I'm, like, literally just going for the gusto. My goal was to, like, have this podcast started almost last year or earlier this year. And I felt like I've just been constantly pushing it off and making excuses and whatever. Like, you know, trying to find a perfect name. Trying to find the perfect segues and topics and just all that good stuff. But you know what? I'm going to just sit here and I'm going to talk and I'm going to just be real. Whether it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes. Hopefully it not go to an hour. But, you know, I'm going to just sit and have, like, a, a real conversation. I wanted to start this podcast because I feel like, you know, it's it's a, a outlet for me. It's a way for me to express what's going on inside of me, inside of this world, me a part of this world. Um, being Black, navigating white spaces. Me being Black and navigating educational white spaces. Um, I don't go to an HBCU, so at that fact you know it definitely makes a difference in in an experience um just my life in general you know it's different things that I've gone through and dealing with and um that I'm still currently just finding ways to navigate so you know let me start off by just completely introducing myself because y'all don't know nothing about me my name is Rita uh I live in St. Louis Missouri And I am 25, you know, I work full-time, I go to school full-time, I'm majoring in psychology, I'm pursuing becoming a child psychologist, and a sex therapist, sorry, I was really rude, Um, and a sex therapist, because I just, I have an interest in wanting to help people and helping kids and people also with issues in regards to their sexual health as well as the their child's mental health um to help them out a lot you know so yeah that's that's what that's what brings me to my career choices and why I have done so um what can what can I jump into um okay so yeah topics I really have not fully researched to talk about because once again as I've stated I really don't know what I specifically want to target with this podcast like I know that I want to promote mental health so therapy is definitely something I'm going to push because I have a therapist and I feel like you know the narrative of the black community you know, really does not push therapy and talking about their issues and what's going on with them. It's true and at the same time it's something that we all have to actively change because just because you haven't gone through a major life event or experience where, you know, you feel like, oh, this really like fucked me up as a child, as an adult, whatever there are still experiences that you have gone through that definitely have chiseled away at you in, a, in an unhealthy manner and you built a unhealthy way of coping with it. And now, you know, it's, it's living in fruition for you right now. So I feel like therapy needs to happen for people, whether you lost a really close friendship, whether you lost someone in your family, whether you have broken up with someone who you thought you were really in love with and, you know, thought you wanted to have kids by, whether you switch from a a PWI to an HBCU and PWI is predominantly white institution, you know, I I just feel like those are things that need to be talked about. Therapy definitely can help Black people. And in this day and age, all the different things that have been occurring, you know, we all need therapy, whether it be the fact that we are just dealing with the trauma in, in a secondhand nature, you know, it's so many killings of Black people. It's so many killings of children black children it's so many different things that pull us down as black women and I feel like just to have an unbiased opinion sit there and you talk to them and you air it out and it does not make you feel like you're whining or you're crazy or you can't handle life you are literally organizing it and trying to navigate life in the best way that you know how our parents you know, I can say majority of our parents did not pass down healthy coping mechanisms. You know, either we overeat, we overshop, we overspend, we do things that we shouldn't to compensate for the things that we didn't force or put on ourselves. And because we can't help being black, because we were born that way, and we can't help being in spaces that don't accept us, because no matter how hard we try to create these spaces and these environments for black people, there is still going to be, some some point where we're not welcome somewhere or we're treated differently or you know even in black spaces there are some black people who treat other you know ethnicities better than they treat their own and it's like we still have to navigate those spaces as well we can't go against our own people because you know then we got a stigma on that. So it's like, yeah, I, I definitely am rooting for therapy. and in the future um episodes, I definitely want to kind of break that down a little bit more, you know of of the different things that we go through as black people and when it comes to actually getting help for our mental health, it's not a joke. It's not a game. It's life or death, literally. it is life or death. There are people who, overcompensate with alcohol or drugs or things that they shouldn't even have or they overcompensate with food or they overcompensate with work and you see people that just work so much to not be in the in the midst of their own realities and 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 that's not okay you know it's like you working so much you don't even get to live you're getting all this money but where do you get to spend it so you know that's just a a part or a portion of something I'm very passionate about um, also like children, you know, you see so many different things being pumped and advertised into our younger generations and yet we do nothing about it. You know they they are so influential and we have to know what it is that we want to and that, that we want to influence our children. You know, I personally don't have any kids yet, but at the fact that I'm actually going into being a child psychologist, I consider, All children to be my children. You know, I want to be able to have an open heart and love all children the same, whether they're black, white, whatever kind of colors, whatever kind of races, I mean, ethnicities or whatever the case may be. I don't want to feel like I am treating them differently. I want to be open to all cultures. So that way I'm not just completely pushing my viewpoint and my culture in the way that I was raised and brought up onto another child or family who was you know brought up in a different kind of culture where what I may think is not okay may be perfectly normal to them but I'm just like wanting to be a voice and an advocate for children because I feel like you know the things that I've gone I have gone through in my life and in my past I didn't have an advocate for that you know I didn't have somebody who sat down and really paid attention to the things that were going on with me to know okay something's up you know and I I, I can say also that I hit it you know to my knowledge I hit it very well I did things that you know made me feel like okay you know nobody's ever gonna know what happened the jig is not up I can keep on going with this narrative that everything is good and, and awesome and nothing will be said and that just be that but that's not the truth you know it's like you, you, have, to, you have to be honest and you have to be open with how you are and how you feel about things so you know yeah it's just it's just where I'm at with it um I do want to dive into relationships because I feel like I have so much to say on it I have so much to say and I feel like a lot of it is from my own personal experience So, you know, don't think that I'm like preaching to y'all and trying to tell y'all what and what not to do because I haven't gone through it. No, I have. I've lived through a lot of interesting relationships and I'm only 25, you know, so it's like I'm learning myself at the same time of dealing or being in relationships with people who are learning themselves as well. And that is an interesting space to have a relationship because you have one person who knows nothing about themselves and still finding themselves and then you have another person who knows nothing and you both are just going with the motions of what you done in the past and not realizing that this is toxicity at its best and you both don't know how to be there for each other so you're both wanting certain things and you feel like you're completely drained because what you want and what your significant other may want are completely different and you have no means or no way of, like, trying to connect the two. So, yeah, you know, those are just just things that in future episodes I will get into. I can't really break that down right now because I just feel like it's too much to try to pile into an introductory podcast, and I don't really want to, like, push you away from listening. I will break down, also, the different effects of um, sexual abuse and how women respond to it. Because I feel like I want to be the unpopular opinion person who talks about things that are not as common. And even as knowledgeable for people. You know, like, um, for, if for an example, you know, those who have dealt with sexual abuse, there are different outcomes for that. I mean, kids are very resilient. And I put this in a perspective of whether somebody has gotten sexually abused as a child But this can go all the way up to being in adulthood. Kids are very resilient and they find ways of coping with things and bouncing back. Some of them don't, you know, or some of them deal with it in a different manner depending on the environment that they're in. So I'm sorry for so much, Johnny, it's like early and yeah. But if a child has been sexually abused, they can have different outcomes of how, you know, everything is, how, how they're going to deal with the rest of their lives in this situation. Some children who get sexually abused by a woman or man will turn to homosexuality because they feel that that particular sex hurts them. Um, And now they don't want to, this is in a sense of if, it was a, a hetero like if it was a, a opposite sex sexual abuse situation. So if a woman abused a boy and a man abused a girl, they could become homosexuals because of the trauma from what happened to them and they no longer want to deal with that particular sex. They can refrain from being close to that particular parent that is that sex or family members that is that sex they can become uncomfortable in environments that that particular sex dominates or they could become overly you know hypersexual and sleep with that sex and the other sex you know they they can or they can just become, in a sense, is what society tags or deems to be hoes. They can just sleep around a lot because they don't have comfort in knowing that this particular person won't hurt them. So they feel like, OK, well, at least I can just get off what I need to get off with this person and then move forward and move on. Um, I mean, it's. it's It's deeper than just that, but that's just kind of like the tip of the iceberg introduction to things that I think about and how I will explore the different dynamics of things that people really don't want to explore. Because everybody wants to walk around and become a victim. And I myself have dealt with sexual abuse as a child. And to navigate spaces of life that you think it wouldn't affect you, it does. Relationships, friendships, I mean, family events, being in, in spaces where you know you are surrounded by men or whatever the case may be and then for a man's case surrounded by women it's uncomfortable you know it puts you in this mindset back to that age that you were at where you felt you didn't have a voice you felt that you weren't able to explore yourself healthily it puts you in this predicament where you feel as if you know somebody's gonna get in trouble it's gonna be your fault or something's gonna happen It's, it's all kind of dynamic so you know just expect that to be something that you know we we delve into and we talk about more and hopefully you know within upcoming episodes i i will have all of my research and i'll be able to really break it down to educate and then also just you know have conversation open open the open the floor to hear everyone's perspectives and to see where everyone comes from from their own experiences or even just their own thoughts and opinions because talking about sexual abuse is is so taboo you know especially in this day and age with hashtag me too and just all these different things going on I am the person I want to think outside the box I've dealt with sexual abuse but I want to talk about all areas and all dynamics of it you know I play the devil's advocate I look at both sides I am going to school to literally have an unbiased opinion towards people that I am counseling to help them the best way that I can without interfering with my own feelings and emotions attached to it. So this not only helps me get the practice in of talking about different things that could come up, this is also just me being a person who enjoys good conversation and just likes to explore what people thought, like what what, what are people's thoughts in that situation and, and how they would handle it and, you know, how things would be for them. So, you know, that's just um some like introductory talk or whatever the case may be but you know um i'm about to to two-step myself on out this car and yeah so have a great day everybody um and until next time be true to who you are and accept nothing less of what you want and desire